More of everything. More of what? More of everything media. Stay tuned. More Thoughts Unfiltered is a podcast with real conversations and real people. Brought to you by the Moors with your hosts, Davion and Leilani. Follow them on Instagram at More Thoughts Unfiltered. And to keep up with the latest on the Moors, check out their website, morethoughtsunfiltered.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of More Thoughts Unfiltered. I'm your host Davion, and of course I have my beautiful co-host Leilani in the building. But today we have two very special guests in the building. I got my man Simo and Pertella. It's awesome to have you guys in the building today. I actually um, was featured on his podcast a few weeks ago. It was called The Dope Hangout Dope Podcast. Hangout. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves, so starting with the wife here. Yes, ladies first. What should I say? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so my name's Pertella. Um, I was born and raised here in Vegas. Yeah, I'm currently seven months pregnant. Nice. Hey. Yeah, so I'm not really into like multimedia or anything like that. I'm not super creative like that, but you know, my fiance is and I definitely support everything that he does and I'm a big fan of um, Mo Media and stuff. Mo Media is fucking dope. I love that. Appreciate yeah. it. More of everything. So my man Simo. Yes. Introduce yourself for me, my man. How you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. Thank you guys for having us here at your home. It's uh, beautiful. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but basically, yeah, you guys heard wifey right here <laughs> for Tella. Even though she's not into the media and, and multimedia, like just as in being on the tools of it, she she's very, very much into politics and very much into being an OT when she, uh, when, when she gets older. So, or when she gets a degree, you know. I love politics, so I think that's something we definitely this could talk about. <laughs> like, my wife knows, like, mm -hmm. politics is something that I fucks with. Not like, of course, I'm anti-Trump, but, like, uh -huh. I fucks uh -huh. with politics, yeah. you know, strong. So we're going we gonna to talk about that a little bit. We get controversial, but I'm also, too, yes. Um, owner of More of Everything Media, MOE Media, Mo Media, and I go by the name Simo, of course, as I was kindly introduced. Um, basically, Mo Media is just a great platform where um, the independent artists who have something great going on, like, they can actually showcase it and have a platform instead of trying to go to the the middlemen per se pay these high fees and not get not get touched if you don't have a lot of followers etc so we cut out the middleman and uh that's more media dope hangouts of course is just podcast right where we come come through shoot the shit and do some shit so uh it was great i love what you guys are doing right over now. there by the way it's great so real quick, um, how did you get started with Mo Media? Can you tell us a little bit about the background, uh, the background of what brought that into light? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, it was just, it was just, it, it came from working in radio. It came from working in radio. The idea, I never saw myself sitting in front of a microphone talking to people because I was a rap, I was rapping before. I wanted to be, I wanted to be full fledged rapper, full fledged all this shit tour and everything like that. And I and I love music. So when I was working at uh, the, a radio station, shout out 88.1, you know, the, them yes. guys hold me down. Them guys hold me down for real, for real. Nice. Shout out to 88.1. They always rocking with them. I like them because I think we're talking hey. off the mic. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned I like 88.1 because I felt in touch because it was, it felt black to me. You know, like you mm -hmm. turn on that station and you feel like the color in there. You turn to all these other stations and 
they're playing the same music as the other stations are playing, but it just feels more of a connection. So that's cool you work there. How long you been working there at 88.1? I've been working there for about uh, two and a half years. Started as an intern, and it's the only job where they really let you get your own space and do what you want. No micromanaging, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's why, you know, it's, it's awesome over there. I'm a soundboard operator and a personality and um, it, it's pretty cool. And, and and just answering your question as well, we uh, when I was at 88.1, I see great people come on. We had this pump it or dump it um, hour. We, you know, play independent music, see what the uh, what Las Vegas thinks, and then you know the artist gets their music played, gets gets their music spun later uh, if they got enough bumps. So they, yeah. those guys will come through and have like a five minute interview. And I was like, man, this dude's dope. This girl's dope. They only get five minutes here on this awesome platform, but they have so much to, you know, show and give. So I was like, you know what? Let me make some of my own where they can talk. The people that I meet from 88, the artists, they can talk for 45 minutes, an hour, two hours, and just and just let people get to know who they really are inside and outside the music. Nice. That's so awesome. I really like the concept behind that. Thank that's, you. That's, I think kind of parallel with what we've kind of wanted to do and establish like we do have our four kind of topics that we talk about but the entrepreneurship side is is how i feel like that's tied in so that's yes. i totally feel it yes. i feel that we individually need to just help each other the only way that mm. we can grow is with everyone growing with us very true so i i love that that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> that is awesome. So she how long have it. she does? Oh she gets gosh, everything. That's why. Don't. That's why I married this woman right here. I'm sure she has some of the same great qualities of why you married her. <laughs> yep. Or yeah, why you're going to be you. marrying her. I'm sorry. Let yes. me correct that. Why you're going to be marrying her. So right. that's awesome. I, I feel like it's already. It, yeah. I feel like you don't have to, have to correct yourself either because it's going to happen eventually. So why not just say it right now? Exactly. Right. Right. That's cool. <laughs> so real quick, while we're touching Thank on you two, how mm -hmm. long have you guys been um, dating in general, just together? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that to her. She's been quiet. Um, <laughs> no, on, so it's been a while. I'm not gonna lie. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been probably like. Uh, wait, let me see. Uh oh. <laughs> Hold on, no, Normally, honestly, he was complimenting you so much earlier about know, remembering wait. things. Normally, it's us guys who don't remember the dates, right? <laughs> no, it's she because does. so, she like, does. we did date for like a while before we actually officially got into a relationship, but like, um, so we're, we're officially going to be a year actually on the 19th, mm -hmm. but I consider like we've been dating and like been together for like almost a year and a half. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. I'm always like, <laughs> so, so how'd that love, so how'd that love story, um, how'd that love story happen? <laughs> we met at work. Yeah. Nice. Work. See, yeah. that's awesome right there. You yeah, know, awesome. chemistry. Yeah. We, we've worked together. That's. It's it was fun. She you was my boss. You guys didn't meet at work. Oh though. wow! <laughs> no, we didn't meet at work. It's oh, funny. Wow. I actually met my wife through. I knew her family prior to knowing her. So mm -hmm. one of her cousins was my good roommate. Yeah, and um, she was living in California. She came back out here for like family vacation or something. And I think I was chilling at the grandparents' house, and she rode through. She saw my tattoos and <laughs> says, "Damn, he's sexy." <laughs> and I was like, "Shit, you kind of sexy too, little mama. How you doing?" <laughs> So, of course, she complimented my tattoos, and that right there spark, sparked it. And then, later on, she hit me up on the um, Facebook, and I was like, hey, you know, I think I posted a video. I had an iPhone, and I was like, I don't know how to work this thing. And she's like, hey, I'll show you. So, she showed me how to work my iPhone. So, I want to ask you guys, um, where do you guys see yourselves going? Like, do you guys see yourself staying here in Vegas, um, especially mm. with your podcast? Or do you, can you see yourself um, relocating somewhere else? 
Um, I definitely can see myself relocating, but it'll be it'll be to travel. I can see myself having a home here in Vegas and just kind of like going back and forth between two different states. I'm originally from California, so I, I definitely uh, the best, you know, weather in the world that I, I can go there any day and enjoy, it, especially by the beach, man. The beach oh, man. My place. oh, my gosh. So I would want to go back and forth yeah. to Cali. Yeah, to Cali. Um, also to um, Atlanta, Georgia. I really uh, like Atlanta, Georgia. It's beautiful. Um, I go there. Uh, well, I missed last year, but I go there once a year for the BMI Awards. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah, what's up. Awesome. So are you from Cali originally as well or no? You're no, from Vegas. Yeah, you said you were here. born in Vegas. Yeah, so I definitely <laughs> would love to relocate, um, especially like now that I'm having a child. Like I definitely don't want him to go to school out here. Mm-hmm. So probably... Um, towards like i don't know maybe when he's going into elementary school i would love to relocate i like texas i love austin texas i have a lot of family out there and i love like the vibe and the people so and their education's a lot better so i would like to go out there i know he wants to go to georgia so i wouldn't i've never been there but i wouldn't mind going there like after looking at you know something we've talked about moving a lot and it's Mm. it's a tough one too because i was here since i've been i was two and then I left for two years and I fell in love with California. And we talk about leaving to California, but he's like, no, it's too expensive. It's so crazy how it expensive is. It's too crowded, too it expensive. Is. And why You're would I want to pay ridiculous amount of rent? <laughs> I'm sorry. And there's going to be an earthquake happening soon, I know. To, to, sit, <laughs> to sit in traffic for four hours a day there and then back. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. No so, but it would yeah. be awesome, yeah, just to have like a house out there. You know, yeah. even not to just live there, but, you know, go vacation there. So, so we can get out of the heat from here. Yeah, you can go oh, to certain know. seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Atlanta's very human, so I don't know about that one either, but. <laughs> yeah, it's super humid down south. Yeah, which I, which is because my hair is naturally curly. So, like, that humidity She's is like. about the hair. Yeah. Poor values. But- <laughs> I, I actually don't mind the uh, humidity at all. I like it. You like I, it? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man. It makes, it makes you not feel so dry, you know? Like, it's looking dry. Yeah, you would definitely be dry out here in Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> roasted. But, um, yeah. So, earlier you guys did, you mentioned that you were pregnant. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. How is it? You know, uh, how does it feel being soon to be parents, you know, first time parents? Yeah, um, to be honest, it's extremely scary (laughs) and it's like really nerve wracking because um, and I never realized this like because my mom always tell me like, oh, you'll you'll know when you have kids, you'll realize we have kids. But like you really want to protect your kid. And even though he's not here, I'm always I'm like thinking like, okay, I don't want him to go through like this, this and this. And like um, he can't walk anywhere and I have to do this and have you know (laughs) what I mean? So it's like I'm like super honestly super scared and like nervous, but like I'm really excited to like. Um, you know, just like love someone, you know, like yeah. someone else besides Christian. <laughs> yeah. And, and how do you feel about it, Simo? Uh, yeah, you know, kind of spot on, kind of like the same. It's, uh, it's definitely, it's interesting. I'm just anticipating, you know, it kind of feels like halfway a dream halfway, like, yeah, this is real life, you know, but, but of course I know what's happening, you know, I, I know my responsibilities. I'm just anxious, honestly, I just anxious. You know, you can have a lot of plans. You know, like, 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 uh, Patella was saying, you can like, you, you can expect everything and try to try to set things up. But yeah, I still never know. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I asked that question because the wife and I are trying, we're starting our family this year. So wow. we've been looking for advice on uh, what to expect with, you know, with everything. Because I am a father already. Yeah. I have a 12 year old, but she doesn't live here full time with me. So I don't get that full on experience. So now we're trying to have our family and we look to everybody. I know earlier you said you reached out to Erica, who we had on our podcast as well. Yeah. And we reach out to her and her husband, get advice. So to see other couples who's, you know, going through it as well yeah. it's cool to like lean on them and kind of pick their brain a little bit to see what to expect with you know a pregnancy because yeah, absolutely it could be scary and the biggest thing <laughs> is though too is um is to because of course it is good to get people's advice and input in what they've gone through but don't ever let anyone make you feel like um you have to do what they're saying and that's something that i've had to learn and i've struggled with because i'm like oh it's my first pregnancy and like i get so overwhelmed and i like get scared and you know like there are things that happen and then i you know then people are like they make me feel like i'm being over dramatic you know but then i have to realize like this is what i'm going through so like fuck you like i'm gonna you know what i mean like i have to go do what i have to do so yeah you know it is good to get advice from people but then everybody's different everybody's pregnancy is different and mm. everybody as a parent mm. is going to be different you know right so definitely that makes sense yeah, yeah. how do That's you awesome. feel <laughs> so i got a question though because i think we are asking how he felt right like you're like i kind of feel similar to her mm. I know as far as like last time I looked at one of your podcasts, you guys was featured on there. How was, how did that come about? You guys um, teaming up to do a podcast together, especially you said that you looked like a pro to me when you're on there. Like oh, you didn't seem nervous. <laughs> I was extremely yeah. nervous. Yeah. Um, that was with the Williams family. So Armand is um, Christian's best friend back from California and Hesperia. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've never been like on like YouTube or videos or podcasts or anything like that. But I do, like I said, support him. And like, you know, I always promote like his stuff. And uh, last time we were out in California, actually for like around Christmas, um, they had an idea to like have his fam, uh, the Williams family on his podcast. And he was like, oh, we should just do like a couple one, like um, where we do like um, eating crazy food challenge mm -hmm. and things like that. And I was like, I mean, okay, if you want me to be on it, you know what I mean? So I just went <laughs> with it. Cause like, you know, I, I support him. So I was, oh, I was hella nervous. I was like, oh my God. And then I didn't even have time to do my makeup. So I was like, oh she was, <laughs> <laughs> but she still look good though. Thanks, and, and, and that's kind of, it, it was definitely just like, it was like this. We wanted to go ahead and cross collaborate and also to get advice from parents right. and, and and married couple <laughs> and just pick their brain and see like hey like what you know what's the real deal you know what i'm saying but um uh with the williams family i'm glad i'm glad she did come because yeah uh, armand and irene um i met armand first but um of course met irene after that but they're still from hesperia so it, nice. it was it was awesome collaborating and just getting her getting her on there to talk and definitely you know be you know be that was a beautiful so episode because i love how they had their child in there as well with them and it was yeah. cool because he's a veteran <laughs> right um yeah do, do you, you, you i don't know the proper term i call him the wrong thing i called him a i called him a fucking uh navy soldier he was like oh no i'm a navy seal or something <laughs> yeah um, um no he's in the marines or navy? he's in the navy yeah okay. so he's oh, like sorry, so I'm yeah on. he's active <laughs> he's active right now yeah. yeah oh so okay that's cool yeah, yeah. Sorry, that was a beautiful episode you guys had because, like I said, you guys had that the, the child in there with you guys. Mm -hmm. And I had a podcast that we we're going to do a few weeks ago, and I had to kind of hold it off because they were going to have their child in here. And I was kind of a little nervous about that. Mm -hmm. Like, how does that go? So how did that go with you having a child in there in the podcast room as far yeah. as, like, just was it? it 
Honestly, you should try it. It brings a different atmosphere. It brings a way different atmosphere uh, there because she was like saying, you know, she was like saying little random things, but only a few times she would like be loud and we'd be looking at her like, oh, <laughs> she was responding to like our questions. She would like, she would like yell, you know. And so she it, was so shy, yeah. Yeah, first. she was shy, but like, but like just chilling, eating the food because we were mixing up the food, the weird food challenges. That was and super weird. Was, I was looking yeah. like, what? Yeah, weird food challenges, man. It was like. Uh, were you high doing that? Try it. No, I wish I was. <laughs> I wish I was. I honestly probably would have come up with like um, a bit of bit better uh, food mixes. Honestly. I love it. It, it got it got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you go about choosing your topics when it comes to your podcast? Like um, the guests Ooh. you bring on. How do you go about like researching them and figuring out like those conversations to have with them? Uh, it all depends on the guest. Yeah, uh, depending on who they are, we got the we got the DJs, we got the rappers, we got the influencers, we've got the podcast hosts. So it's like just putting different it's putting different people into their role and then asking questions on them. And then I scroll through your guys's Instagram and also ask you questions about that. <laughs> see, that's nice. Like that's how I find stuff. Like I see, I see did this. Tell me, tell me why, <laughs> tell me why. But yeah, you know, yeah. So. so so as a podcast host what's what's been some of your biggest challenges as far as um building your content because i know like i have challenges here trying to find different subjects to talk about with guests and just not being confident in certain things that we're putting out there so how do you go about dealing with that um yeah it's, it's still a challenge for me right now it's still a challenge for me i uh i kind of just i don't try to reinvent the wheel I still try to keep things unique, but um, I just honestly, you could you can see what's hot right now, what's popular in a podcast uh, or just like in content in general, and then kind of kind of roll with that, make it into your own twist. That's how I go about different content. That's why I wanted to mix in the podcast with also um, uh, artists performing, artists performing if they wanted to. I wish all did but some don't <laughs> but uh it's like yeah it's like uh you remember the basement um um bt oh like, shit yeah like 106 Tigger. and park yeah 106 and park they would fucking have somebody come get interviewed and then like a whole nother artist i was popping at the time come perform so you know just want to make it something multimedia like that more definitely that's dope that's dope so i also have like i notice when i go and look you up on instagram i look you up under more media but it's also the dope hangout. What was the concept of separating those two? Yeah, um, yeah, interesting. The 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 mo media versus dope hangouts is just the uh, just a branch, you know. It's like a branch uh, stemming. So you're not just strictly podcast. You can do you can diverse into other aspects as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Also too, um, on my website, um, there's a tab that says choose your media and how I give a platform. I also give sort of a uh, social media platform in a way without the timeline posting and, and you know stuff like that. People can go and go to like a, you go to pick your artist, go to like a tab artist. Uh, I'm sorry, recording artists, dancers, um, musicians. Um, engineers, you can click on that tab and then you can find somebody, um, you know, either local or in another state and um, get in contact with them and, and collaborate because there's so many people doing really great things that don't get the platform because they only have like 300, 400 followers or, or, or they have all this content out there that's really good content and um, it doesn't get it doesn't get seen or noticed or, you know, picked up, acknowledged, all that. All that. So that's cool that you offer like a platform to link 
people with different people. So that's like a service that you offer other folks. Yeah, that's more media. It's definitely a service. Uh, cutting out the middleman. No one's got us like us. The motto says that because we're going to help build each other. Check this out. Here was my theory at first when I was talking about like, oh, when I when I thought in my head like, oh, let's let people find somebody somebody random but if they like their art then they're gonna hit them up and then boom you gained you gained a new client or you gained a new fan yes even a friend so imagine how easy it is for people to get other people on um who did that somebody had somebody had a scheme some rapper had like a had like a not a scheme but it was a great plan he he figured out a great hack to the to the game yeah he would get all his friends and people, all his family, just to go and um, either like and retweet his stuff or make bot profiles and, and like and retweet their shit. So it looked big. And then when, when he brought himself or herself over to, you know, the, the labels or over to like a big platform, World Star Hip Hop, then like, boom. It was established. Like it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of like the, like being established, having like likes and um, shares on social media, mm-hmm. how has that played a role in like mm-hmm. your content? Because you mentioned earlier, like people don't get that exposure because they don't have that blue check mark or they don't have a thousand followers, mm-hmm. which is the same position I'm in. It's hard for me to get that exposure because of that fact. So it's mm-hmm. cool to have people like you. But how has social media played a role in determining how that content is put out there? social media i'm trying to figure out the hack right because <laughs> you get people I'm hitting you up saying hey if you pay this much i can give you followers and i get those people all the time <laughs> yeah. and i'm like i don't yeah, want no. that shit i want my shit to be organic yeah. i don't want exactly. to don't want be like because yeah. soon as you stop paying it just goes like this yeah, yeah. And, and, and i guess when i when i say hack i should have told you guys the other side of it as well like I, i'm i'm not on the way to buy followers buy plays no. i don't do that now you can you can see my shit is organic you could see that i get my 70 plays on that video <laughs> but i invested so much into it but but here, here's what it is if we have uh on my instagram i have about um i don't know 1200 followers uh if you guys would jump to your facebook don't you have like 700 800 800 friends um etc if all those people who are following you on your social media just hit the button that's how you can lift off that's it that's as easy as that and people don't want to do that but why yes people see it and they keep scrolling or or they give it a thumbs up on like on like the status and that's cool but i can't eat off of likes and thumbs ups i need you to go stream so it can bring in if you guys use uh if artists use TuneCore or anything uh uh, probably your rss feed i use anchor yeah and and you know people who get paid for their streams at the moment they can just get some change in their pocket you know what i'm saying like can't, can't get their change in, change in pocket <laughs> it's, it's facts because a lot of people don't realize that social media could play a huge role in in where you go like in your content mm-hmm. and it's funny yep. because there was this gentleman that i was trying to bring on to my podcast i ain't gonna say his name because <laughs> i don't put people on blast but yeah. and it was after the fact that i was on your podcast and you told me oh you gave me that advice don't pay for no podcast don't pay for anybody to come on your podcast and he was like oh what's your audience how much and i'm like damn like are you serious bro like Mm -hmm. and then it was funny because this same person had put out a video like two days before saying how someone gave him an opportunity just by sharing his video but now that same person (laughs) trying to charge people to Uh, to to like build to build up as well so Mm I, I find that hard to like to grasp that people was he kind of well established like or or he was just a person with a lot of followers 
a person with a lot of followers. Let's see. A person, mm. an influencer, which somebody told me, that's why. They're an influencer. All they care about is your audience and how much you're going to pay them to sponsor you. And I'm like, right. that's not what I'm about. So it's cool that I got people like you who allowed me to come on your podcast yeah. and to promote my podcast. So that's kind of why you're here as well to yeah. shout out the Dope Hangout. What's your, um, what's your um, hashtag, or not your hashtag, what's your Instagram? Instagram is at M-O-E-X Media. And um, my personal one is uh at first pick c c e e yeah that, that that's where they can find me that's where nice find me. we'll drop us some more before the podcast is over but <laughs> appreciate it but but yeah man i'm glad you didn't let anyone like charge you for giving them um uh, i don't know if i said that right i'm faded too wait really quick because <laughs> no we didn't get faded we smoked before we started this podcast so it's yeah. all good and also too i want to thank you for those bonbon oh, edibles yes. great glacy Grace, Gracie, Glazé, Glazé. Yes, it, it was, it was delicious, and I, I, I fucking uh, popped one before I got here. So, like, so he's I double to set in. Yeah, I want to set. It's gonna take a little while. I want to set it's in. It's all so good. It, it, it was delicious and awesome. Good. Thank you for that. Yes, and yes, of course. I'm glad faded. you enjoyed. Good. That's what it's supposed to do. <laughs> so I want to ask you a question. I know you're pregnant, but prior to you being pregnant, did you? participate in smoking at all um yes and no so i used to smoke a lot when i was in high school um and then i just stopped smoking um, <laughs> i yeah no i was pretty into into smoking when i was in high school and then uh my junior year i stopped smoking and then i never really smoked and then when i met christian like i know he was into smoking and i was like well like i don't mind doing it with you you know but he was like i don't want you to think i'm pressuring i'm like no it's totally fine <laughs> but why do you feel that way because he gave me the same runaround yeah. like, I'm not because i was nervous i'm like your parents are gonna think i'm a bad example because <laughs> now now, okay. now you're smoking weed because she's catholic and uh. it was like i don't know i felt like super responsible for her so i was like so i asked her every day like not every day but now every once in a while I'm like hey are you a pothead because of me <laughs> so How do they feel now? what i i it helps. I don't know. <laughs> no, honestly, like it, it's funny because I've been I've been called a hypocrite, you know, because when I grew up, I was very sheltered, very, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know what marijuana was. Actually, I didn't know until I moved to California, wow. you know, and so it's like, wow. oh, perfect state, you know, but I was um, 20 when I kind of like, what is this? You know, like, I don't understand. I was working at. <laughs> Disneyland and I was having a conversation with a coworker and we started just going back and forth and back and forth and he's like all right he's like I got one more thing to say and if I if you have no comeback you just have to try it and I was like what do I gotta lose you know like <laughs> okay and so he stated wow. to me that um, it has anti-cancer you know mm. it's anti-cancer it has um, fighting for or against cancer you know yeah. and so i was just like what what <laughs> no like what do you mean and so i went and i did a little research and i was like holy crap like <laughs> this is true and and i tried a brownie that night wow, and, wow the edible but I first did, round first round was an edible it oh was my God. not Fun. honestly i still wonder why i still consume because my <laughs> first experience was horrible oh <laughs> I, I can only imagine <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. I I hallucinated. It was. It was. Oh it was crazy. Gosh. Yeah, it was. It was. It, intense. This is too strong for a first time. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you don't fuck with edibles. <laughs> that's why you don't do edibles for your first time. Like I like edibles don't do anything to me. They're very. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it is. That's I can eat that like that that glaze thing mm -hmm. you gave you. I, there's one in the in the um cabinet in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. A few days after your podcast, I ate that in one day, and all of it. He snacks on it. I, like, see, I can eat a whole yeah. thing of edibles and not feel shit. Like, Damn, uh, <laughs> if I candy. did that, shit, I have to be in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that you're very interested in, like, you know, last time we were on your show, we were talking about like terpene profiles, things like that. Yes. And oh, it's this yeah. cool ass book that um, a former manager of mine had bought us one year for um, Christmas, I believe. Mm -hmm. That's when we're working in the dispensaries and there is going to be like a bunch of terpene profiles, Okay, you know, and this book is very detailed about like the plant in general from hemp to making edibles to oils to all of those cannabis. things. Yes, that's an amazing book. And this is where and, and this is. A, def a definitive guide to Leafly's top strains. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so oh, I was going to say, uh, do you like reading at all? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. We're going to link up some more. This, we ain't going to just do this. So I want you to check out that book. I want okay. to let you use Appreciate that book. and just it. Thank you, man. Because I know you're interested and that can possibly help with like podcast knowledge too. I don't know if you talk about just weed on your podcast like we do, but <laughs> <laughs> so that's people, cool. People who come there smoke, so I could probably bring it up and fucking fuck with their head. Be like, did you know that? Did you know actually this? Smoking, smoking a full sativa. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. It's so funny yeah. because yeah. people actually come in and like they ask questions and they're like, and I'm just like, let me teach you some knowledge. Like, because <laughs> people awesome. come in and don't ask questions, you mm. know. And um, I work at a dispensary. I don't know if if you knew. Okay, no. <laughs> She's a general <laughs> but manager. But I kind of figured like one of you guys is like at some point working at a dispensary because the way he was talking about weed on his podcast, I was like, this doesn't sound like some shit anyone would know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were both for. I'm a former manager at a dispensary. Um, she is a current general manager for a dispenser here wow. in town. We don't say their name. We don't give them any exposure on our podcast because they ain't sponsoring our podcast. Exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah. So like I told you on your podcast, I was smoking since I was 14 or 14 and I've been going at it for a while, but I know it plays a role. Like I was nervous a few weeks ago. I had to go to the doctor. We had to go, we had to go to the doctor to speak on our to talk about getting pregnant mm. and the doctor told me i need to go take a um semen analyst test yeah and that was the most awkward fucking test i ever had to take <laughs> and i was nervous that i was gonna have to stop smoking weed because i i thought i was gonna because. say your sperm count is too low because you get so high uh. or your sperm is too high it can't find its way up yeah <laughs> <laughs> going the wrong way in the wall. exactly <laughs> that but 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 that, that actually is that actually is uh, that's a true factual, yeah. yeah that's yeah. factual yeah. to my knowledge though as much as i smoke weed the doctor told me i am perfectly fine oh, wow. good to hear. <laughs> congratulations yeah so, congrats <laughs> that was super yeah, dope i was like do. i can still smoke my weed and not quit <laughs> well let me ask you guys this let me ask you guys this because the last time i think the last time Nah, probably probably after that. Like, um, I I was you know consuming THC, right? Um, I started just taking only CBD, 
recently recently like and not when i say just only literally i stopped I literally i didn't smoke for like three or four days there's nothing big deal but like i was taking cbd <laughs> it's still a and break i was though. like and yeah and i was like let's see what this does for me because only reason why is because i was saying like yo i know i got a son on the way i know i got like a little human being like um i don't want to have to just like have a, a need to to really want to get high one day and they'd be like oh shit like i'm too high to do this how do you guys feel about how do you guys picture yourself once you bring a, a human being a child into this world like you know i know that different people can take their tolerance different but are you guys going to continue you know marijuana and just like being hey son or daughter you know we smoke cushion this is the benefits this is this so um we've both talked about it for sure and we have come to different you know terms he of course doesn't need to stop smoking you know mm -hmm. just because one of us is pregnant um i will <laughs> hey, be hey, stopping hey. of course um i don't want to consume if anything i would continue mm -hmm. to consume cbd because i use cbd on a regular basis i it helps with my anxiety it helps when i have headaches i stop taking completely um i don't even have any in the counter unless it's like that bad because i've i've suffered from really bad headaches and migraines um but i don't use anything other than cbd and thc for headaches um nausea mm -hmm. um, my anxiety um when i do have a migraine that's when i do use you know um ibuprofen or whatever okay. i i can have him go to the store real quick but i can't see myself yeah. not taking cbd and that is something that it there's no psychotic effect so that's not affecting the the little brain you know yeah. of the developing brain right. and so that's something that i personally and i know not everyone's going to agree there's going to be people that think that's mm -hmm. horrible or you know but everyone has their own opinion yeah. it's a natural plant that's growing you know it, we have one just growing right there it's something <laughs> that i i've seen and and believe in and mm -hmm. it's helped me so personally i will consume cbd um thc mm -hmm. i don't think so but after though you're not gonna even after like well hold after, the fuck up i mean i i'm high yeah. all the time <laughs> yeah whenever you guys need a little break whenever you know nana's coming in taking care you're like all right let's take a smoke break <laughs> i mean like for me personally i'm not gonna stop quitting i'm not gonna stop smoking i mean mm -hmm. i know for a fact that when you have a kid it's gonna change things so i will i know for a fact that i'll consume less i won't sit here all day and just be puffing because my my mindset is gonna have to change on like certain things but i'm gonna still come home after work have a bowl before i go to work have a bowl maybe on my break have a bowl <laughs> you know maybe you know before put the kids to sleep go to our room smoke you know mm -hmm. there would never be like i'm not gonna sit here in front of my child and just smoke you know openly yeah. because right. i want to be an example for my child it's but right. once they get to a certain age yeah. i'm gonna start explaining to them what's going on not pressuring you to do it but just so you would be aware of what this plant can offer i'm not going to tell you to do it mm -hmm. but I, I want you to know what your parents are doing and not to have that stigma of like why are they hiding in their room smoking like yeah. no i'm not going to smoke in front of you i'm gonna tell you hey Daddy, what are you doing i'm going to yeah. my garage i'm going to go smoke if you need me come to the garage yeah. knock on the garage door 
I come in, you know, chop it up, and I mean, not chop it up, like talk to you, like, what's up? You know, but if you need me, I'll be right here. But as far as right. smoking, stop smoking, no, because that's been something that been that I've benefited from my whole life. Like the wife says, you know, we got a plant here. This whole room before it was a podcast room used to be a grow room. Wow. This used to be. I used Any to have. Plans? I used to have three of these tents in here. A tent there a tent exactly right here where I'm sitting mm -hmm. and a tent here in that corner. Right. And I had a desk right there with all my nutrients to where nice. I can feed my plants. So this was a grow room, like this carpet here, we put this carpet in cause we tore the carpet out originally to, wow. so, you know, cannabis has always played a huge role in my life, you know, yes. even before I was born. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> cannabis I probably- think he, did you on the podcast, mm -hmm. did he say he came out the womb high or something? I, did. <laughs> I came out the womb high. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny because my mom tells me that, you know, back in 88, when childs were born, they used to do tests um, because that was the whole crack epidemic when, mm. especially in mm. Los Angeles area. Mm -hmm. And they looked upon, you know, not all, but some blacks is all you crackheads or whatever the fucking case yeah. may be. Yeah. So when my mom was pregnant was with me and she, and she, and she delivered me, um, she was nervous because during that time, if they tested your baby and they had anything in their system, they could automatically take your baby from you and put them into, you know, the system. Yeah. And she, I came out and she was like, why is he crying like that? Because she said, like, I was like having this nervous cry. Mm -hmm. And the doctor was like, it's normal. That's, that's just babies. And <laughs> she was just super nervous. So she was nervous. They're going to do tests. And wow. so, yeah. So cannabis has always played a huge role in my life. Yeah. So how, with good. that question being yeah. said, how are you guys going to go about that when your child comes? Like, I know you do currently smoke. Are you going to completely mm -hmm. stop? Are you going to continue? Are you going to just partake a little um, less? Uh, I'm, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely can see myself partaking less. And, and that being said, like, if I have like a, like 24 hours, like away from my child, that's the only reason I would, but, uh, not if I, not if I'm going to go away for like, uh, eight, nine hours. Um, so it's just going to be a different thing, you know, move me uh, with me. Like it's come to a point where like <laughs> it fucks up my, my, my short term memory, different types of thing, <laughs> because the way I'm not gonna lie, the way some dispensaries put their ingredients into their stuff and grow their stuff you know what i'm saying like it's more of a mental thing you know i don't want to i don't want to fuck around and like forget to feed him or like put something wrong in the formula like, <laughs> that would be all bad and drop him <laughs> That. I, I was know. like, what about what are they putting in the weed? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's it's more of a personal thing. It's more of a personal thing. Yeah, I, I use I use my Kush definitely. I love to when I go to the movies, playing video games, or just literally got got it got a day at home by myself. Um, also for like for like tedious stuff, you know, tedious mm -hmm. stuff that runs my anxiety because mm -hmm. that, that's also a big help at the same time. Like tedious shit, I'm like, fuck, like, damn, I don't do this shit. Or like, I'm so tired of it. Like, I'm like, all right, let's just, let's just get through this, knock it out. Uh, you know, so cannabis does play a role in your life as far as helping you get through those tough times when you have anxiety. So you've come yes. to learn that cannabis does help you in some form. You're not just yeah. smoking it just for the high. Yep. No, not at all. Yeah, very true. Like it, it plays into a part of you know probably like a seventy thirty of like paranoia versus how it makes how how the benefits are. You know. Yeah. So how was it for you when you were on just CBD? On just CBD, um, it was fine. Did you notice yeah. like 
that you weren't smoking or was that like what you did because you weren't smoking or um it uh actually good question um because <laughs> i kind of still being high right now you know like trying try to remember how it was like it was it was it wasn't a relief in like a way like oh shit like oh, i'm so much better like my life has changed like it was a little bit of relief it was like okay i can actually like do this this and this instead of just smoke right now because i'll want to just go watch youtube or just play my <laughs> game because it's you know it's great and um so it, what what it was with me it was kind of like all right you know like just keep moving stay busy you know don't get stuck and want to smoke again <laughs> but i do want to smoke next week <laughs> so so how often do you go like how often do you smoke a day would you say oh <laughs> t- twice <laughs> twice like like uh, if, if it's before work that's the tedious shit i was talking about like fuck this shit. <laughs> oh my god my job right now my role is 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 currently tedious but i'm about to get a, a young upgrade i think upgrade for me my position in a role <laughs> over there at work so nice so good. but yeah um i i would t- i'll literally take I can make a joint, that joint from the dispensary, I can make it last like a whole week. And, and we just smoked one in the city and I can make it last a whole week. Yeah. That's, that's, but that's how I train myself. I used to be smoking them like all in one sitting all the time. Like I had joints for days and just smoke them. But that's how I recently became. But yeah, that's what I do now. Two times a day, I'll be like two, three puffs. Like, all right, let's go to work. And then when I come home from work, like it'd be like midnight. And you know, I'm like, all right, let's fucking go watch YouTube and go to sleep. I wish I can smoke like seven grams <laughs> and like, <laughs> yup. And, and, and that's definitely like what people can do and like still function properly. I got a bunch of homies. Oh my God. I can name, I can name like 10 homies on my hands. that like do that right now. And, they're just and they still go about their day. Well, I tell her like, I can't like, I saw a meme the other day that showed like, um, a stoner saying, Oh, I gotta smoke before I go anywhere. Then you have the stoner friend or the non-stoner friend just looking at you like, dude, really? And that's that, me. That's her. Oh yeah, that's I her, gotta her friend smoke too. That's before you I go anywhere. Like, yeah, that's my brother. It, it's not like yeah. shit is not fun for me. I'm up sitting there. I'm looking like this. Why the fuck am I here? I'm not high right now. It, it just yep. makes things more fun in yeah. general for me. Like, I can like I don't know. I, I like yeah. to get high, and especially with the book I gave you because I know you mentioned how you would get high and then not want to do anything. Well, that's when the terpenes come into yes. to terpenes come into play because there's been some times I smoke some shit that I thought was indica, and I come home at two o'clock in the morning. And I find myself cleaning all fucking night. Wow. Like I'm just cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. Wow. I can't sleep. And it's not like a bad thing. I'm like, oh shit, I like this. Mm-hmm. I like this. But personally, I'm an indica person because of the simple fact that I'm always hyper in general. So I like <laughs> to relax good. a little bit. That's good. So where do you where are you taking the dope hangout in 2020? What's your plans with the dope hangout for 2020? Mm, the dope hangouts are definitely going to continue being sort sort of what they are right now. I definitely see a, a snowball effect happening. Um, so I'm just gonna keep you know interviewing and then let let uh, I'm, tr- I'm gonna try to find more performers. I can say that. I want to find more performers in 2020 to just jam in the studio um, after a podcast so, you know, people can get to know what we're talking about. I'm talking to an artist about how he raps and then he doesn't rap. And like, what the fuck? I don't even know this guy. And then uh, <laughs> I don't want to check out his music just because Mo Media said it. So, yeah, I definitely want to um, I definitely want to keep dope hangouts as that entity. Keep it rolling and see how I can get bigger and bigger. Possibly talk to, of course, famous people, you know, talk to 
talk to people who made a big change and impact celebrities you know I'm so i'm looking at your um podcast page right now yes. or the mo media um, page right now and i see this gentleman playing a guitar and mm -hmm. so can you give me a little bit insight on him like and how gentleman. you came about finding this gentleman what's his name again yes the gentleman's name is jerome alex jerome alex yeah. jerome yeah that's my guy we just uh we just literally saw him earlier today shout out to alex jerome <laughs> from honey shop visuals and um basically uh <laughs> <laughs> Alex Jerome no, it's so funny because we were just with him so <laughs> yeah he's a photographer so he did our maternity oh, shoot I wanna, and, and what I want to do is also a musician oh, sorry. yeah also and musician. also yes but like yeah he was just shooting us today um, maternity photos came out beautifully he's an amazing photographer y'all check him out I can't wait to see them I want to actually um, you mind if I yeah. play a little clip of that real quick yeah of his music yeah we could play a little clip of it yeah, cool give be, me a second be, here he'll be, he'll be hyped I don't know what song it is but <laughs> he's a cover I was just looking at it earlier and I was like damn that's fucking pretty talented like you find these dope ass people to bring on your show yeah and like that's what I've been trying to you know yeah. figure out how to bring in like dope ass artists yeah like this because like this is talent right here you know like and you don't see this too often and you mentioned earlier that people like this don't get that attention yeah and if somebody's playing guitar like this yeah, like that's dude. fucking right like like with ease right just like lightly plucking them and and then and then they're coming out like you know soft string is coming out hardcore it's really dope so hit him up man contact him definitely definitely so I asked Simo, what's his plans? <laughs> what's your plans for 2020? Um, my plans for 2020. Um, I definitely go back to school. So like Christian was saying, um, I do plan on becoming an occupational therapist and having my own practice in the future. Definitely not going to be in 2020. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I definitely You can do it if you put your mind to it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I still got to get my graduate degree is the whole thing. But um, yeah, so I definitely would like to go back to school um, after I have the baby. Um, and that's like pretty much what I want to focus on is just school. And then like, I'm also really into politics. So, um, just doing some things like in the community. So no more Yang gang, no more Andrew. Yang. Yeah, no, I don't fuck with Andrew Yang. Oh, shit, um, <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, I know. I saw that. I was, uh, <laughs> Well, we met his people the other day at a meeting and really? they gave us this, his book. He has a book over there and they gave yeah. us a book and I thought it was crazy because you get a lot of people that say the only way that he was going, he was trying to sell the country. Like he wanted to give everybody <laughs> free shit. Like, yeah. I mean, it, cause if you really, it, it was like really interesting because, um, yeah. So the whole thousand dollar thing is called like freedom dividend. That's what it was called. Sounds cool off the bat. And it, does, awesome. it, it sounds great. It sounds great. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh, a thousand dollars. Like that could help a lot of people. But when you really look into the policy, um, like people who are on SSI, like who get a social security and stuff like that, they have a choice of either getting SSI or the thousand dollars a month. Oh, no. And both. so they were making, yeah, making people choose, but also just not even, not even just that. I wasn't really a fan of um, his whole campaign just because that was the main thing he was pushing. And when you go onto his page, I don't know if it's still there because he's not, you know, running anymore, but every single link you clicked um it was showing the freedom dividend and it wasn't talking about other policies or how he was gonna help like how he was gonna do any anything else besides giving people a thousand dollars a month so it's very interesting it. yeah but a lot of people were into that and they're like oh wow because it could be possible but also to the way he wanted to um do the freedom dividend was basically by taxing um companies who um are mainly automated 
So a lot of uh, companies that use automation, such as like big banks and, and corporate places and stuff like that. But in reality, that it's going to be really hard to get that yeah. passed, you know, because big banks and cor corporations are the ones who run gov and run the government. So definitely. Yeah. So who are you favor for, Bernie? Uh, Bernie. I have been, you know you called I am like literally in love with Bernard. I've been rocking with Bernard since. She know my first day of Bernard. <laughs> basis. Yeah, no, I was, um, when uh, he, so when the 2016 election had came, that was my first time like being able to vote because I was turning 18 and stuff. So I was super, super, super into that. And I just like fell in love with Bernie and like um, just like his policies and like what he stands for and how he is like one of the politicians that has never bullshitted people. And he's always stood behind um, everything he believes in. And a lot of politicians aren't like that because they flip the script and like um, they will say like what's popular right now mm -hmm. to get the vote. And so Bernie isn't like that. And like, I love him. And so I've been rocking <laughs> with him since 2016 and I phone canvas for him and, you know, and like I donate to him all the time. Yeah, and so rally last year in March. Yeah. In March. La last year in March. Yeah. We went so, to a rally. So you guys are both political, you would say? No. I'm not political. Yeah. I take that Jay-Z theory, you know, <laughs> I forgot, I forgot the line, but it was like, what politics ever done, you know, for me, but I know they, they do affect me, but what they've ever done for me is facts. It's like, facts. like, I'm just going to make my money and, and support someone who really has real beliefs and can understand what other people are like from the outside in. Yeah. My wife is pro Bernie. My issue with Bernie is nice. he's just too fucking old for me. I like Bernie. What? I like did you so actually, angry. did you know he plays basketball like all the time? His heart is fucking, his heart is good. Okay? Wait, his heart is good. Did he have a heart attack when he was here in Vegas? He did, him. but um, like he ended up, because I guess every presidential candidate has to do like a, like a physical test and yeah. he came back like almost perfect. Okay. So, I mean. You know, go Bernie. <laughs> yeah, I, I take anybody old. but Trump. I take anybody but Trump. But real quick, before we finish this podcast, I know you mentioned something um, and I want to touch on that briefly because yeah. um i want to bring a spotlight to that you said that you rap H mm -hmm. how's that going and do you plan on pursuing that more because yeah. you were so passionate about it and, and you yeah. said and that's what you want to focus on and you're yeah. gonna go on tour yeah. how can people find you or how can they hear some of your music or do you still they, have that uh yes i do yes and and right now like th this is definitely what it is like I'll, I'll i love music i'll always love music but I'm not. I'm not actually pursuing my my end goal or like really like. They're just like milestones. Like no really end goal to be to be a rapper on tour anymore. That was when I was. That was when I was. You know, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. It was great, and like we had the structure. We had. Uh, I'm from a very small town, and in that very small town, it's still like a good ratio when you can get like really well known and popping in like the small town. And fucking ever since then, like kind of broke apart. People got older, etc. You know, when you would try to do something professionally, work with scammers most likely. <laughs> so it's it's something that I love. You know, something that I love. And I'm I'm Simo. I'm Simo. I'm happy to be Simo from Hesperia. Everybody knows Simo from Hesperia. I'm happy with that, man. Just you know the people that I that I grew up Small with. Small town love. That yeah, that that's it. I don't want to be fucking fighting for fucking people I don't even know to fucking like me. Like, <laughs> like, like what the hell? That's yeah. it, it's. I can go down a big rabbit hole with that one. It's uh, it's definitely some like it's definitely personal there because uh, okay. I've seen 
I've seen the fucking inside. I, I, I said I go to the, the uh, BMI. BMI is Broadcast Music Awards. It's like, <clears throat> it's like fucking people are not who, of course, they're not who they are. And they don't really want to fuck with you. They don't really want to get to know you unless you can uh, produce a benefit from them or, or already establish yourself. Oh, the game 100%. Uh, cutthroat so yeah, <laughs> i'm just gonna rap because i love it yeah i i still make music um to answer your question fully still make music um um i have music stocks that i release music but i don't i don't blast it on my social media i just release it to the soundcloud the soundcloud uh cloud and let it roam around let it do its thing i don't nice for nice. i don't look for a place nice that's what's up yeah so i always ask the question before we go yes. i tell everybody if you have i'm gonna start with the wife are the yeah. if you have Who's 30 wife? No. <laughs> <laughs> wife. if you have 30 you have 30 seconds to send a message to the world oh, what would that message be um, so everybody think about your message now <laughs> My message, um, okay, I'm going to still keep it political because I had to do the whole thing. Um, but my message to the world is definitely, like, make sure you're registered to vote, um, especially young people and people of color because, um, you know, these policies that are going into effect uh, or into place affect us the most. And so we really need to get out there and vote and just make sure that we're proactive and making sure that our future is better and also our kids' future to come. Nice. Yeah. Simo? Um, my message to the world is, man, just definitely, just definitely learn, just definitely learn, gain some knowledge. Um, don't rely on the next person to do anything for you. Get yourself knowledgeable, get yourself ready for life and everything to come like a whole a whole broad statement. You know, that's how it is. Invest and fucking be good to people and learn 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 about everything you could possibly learn about because this world it's a cold world down. <laughs> shit going down <laughs> and go ahead and drop your instagram one more time for the people yes. where can they find you at instagram is at m-o-e-x media that's more of everything media for the google algorithm as well and um at first pixie is my personal one so go by support got clout no, I got bills to pay, <laughs> so go cop some merch, please. Not go gonna lie, those titties are real comfy. That's so. a question yeah. I forgot to ask you. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I kind of fucked up and did the, end, the ending of this, but I want to talk about merch. Yeah. How yeah. did that go into playing effect into your podcast? Because mm, a lot of people out there, they do podcasts, including myself and others. They're like, well, how can we actually start to make something off of this podcast? Because we enjoy doing it, but nothing you do is going to pay the bills, like you yeah. said. So this ain't even paying my bills. But how can they? How has that played a role in your podcast? Um, Got Clout was supposed to be just one of many, actually, like icebreaker T-shirts. I was gonna have a bunch of T-shirts with different sayings on them. Um, hold on, let me see. I, I got one. I got one right here, real quick. First one was got clout. Like, what does that resemble from the commercial? Got milk, and that yeah. was so relatable, and and it definitely it definitely works. Like, it definitely works. But yeah. let me jump to. We the actually just got our first shirts made today. They're gonna be ready tomorrow. Oh, wow! Yes. Yeah, so awesome. Um, we're doing it just our personal shirts right now, and then see how it's gonna roll out, and then we'll start, mm -hmm. you know, having merchandise. But go ahead. Okay. 
that's awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, I was going to say, yeah, this one I totally forgot about because I stopped pushing it. <laughs> so it was called, at the same time I did Got Clout, I did another shirt that was all white and black text that said, ask me about my mixtape, bro. Everybody So what about your mixtape? And, and I wore I wore it out once. Um, I was with you actually and, and I just wore it out to test it and like we were at a store at the mall Oh yeah. and, and then some guy was like, hey man, I'll ask you about, we were talking, I was like, hey man, I'll ask you about your mixtape. So like, yeah, like, I, I didn't yeah. forget, I'll ask you about your mixtape. So I had that and then I had another one um, that was called Turning My Sorrow Into Songs. So basically just, yeah, just like things on the shirt that people can be like, oh shit. You know, Relatable shirt. shit. Uh, yeah, dope sweater, man. Support black colleges. Dog. Yes, That's yes. Gotta support hell. black colleges. So the, you convers know? the conversation started right there. Oh, I love walking to a room full of white people with this sweater on. <laughs> it, make, it makes them so red. <laughs> Yeah, but awesome man, I really That's appreciate so awesome. you for having us here. No, it means a lot. I appreciate you guys for coming through, awesome. man. Thank you. We yeah, got thanks. the we got Mo Media in the building. We mm. got the dope hangout podcast in the building. Mm. You guys go check them out. They're doing some awesome fucking things. Not they. Well, yeah, they because the mm -hmm. wife is supporting. So it's they no who's doing like it. <laughs> like he says, no one got us like us. That's his slogan that he goes by, that he stands by. So you guys definitely go check out my man Simo. He's doing some great things over here. I definitely appreciate you guys coming through and for rocking out with us tonight yeah, appreciate you thank you, thank you, thank you for thank joining you. us thank you. <laughs> thank you guys thank you. so once again guys thank you for joining us on another episode of more thoughts unfiltered i'm your host davion and i'm leilani and i'm simo and i'm pratella have a good one guys <laughs>